All right, hello everybody. Um, welcome, welcome. I'm going to draw today the third winner um, in the giveaway contest. So whoever I draw today will receive $100 of store credit at Dan's Fish. So let me check. Um, I put a, a post on the Fish Fam um, Facebook site saying that I was going to do this and to let me know if I was conflicting with anyone else's stream. So let me check that real quick, make sure I'm not. I No one commented, so I guess I'm not. So that's good. I can keep going. Yo, yo, Tilapia Store, welcome. Brent, welcome. Hello, welcome back. Carter Bing, welcome back. Glad everyone's here. Um, so I did a little better this time. I was able to post a comment um, announcing that I'd be doing this now about half an hour ago. So there's a little bit of notice. Um, within my schedule will kind of normalize um, in the next week or two. And when that happens, I'll be able to get a regular live stream schedule down. Um, and we can kind of know when this is going to happen. I'm sorry again that right now it's so like random when I can do it, but my life's pretty I have a lot of demands on my time right now. So, um, but welcome, glad we got some folks in. So for those that don't know, I'm drawing the third winner today, the third of 10. So 10 lucky people will get $100 each for $1,000. And that is to celebrate the $1,000 or the, the thousand subscribers I got on YouTube recently on my channel. It's a, it's a fun milestone and I thought this would be a fun way to uh, celebrate it. Um, and everyone wins something, even if you don't win the $100, if you create an account at the dancefish.com website, you automatically get a uh, $10 store credit from now until the 21st when this contest ends. So that's what's going on. So in a, in a couple minutes here, I'll draw winner number three. Um, and congratulations to the first two winners, uh, Dolores Miranda and Johnny from Texas. His last name isn't popping in my head right now. Sorry, Johnny. Um, but yeah, those are the first couple winners. So um, I thought while I'm waiting for people to pile in, um, I think what I'll, I'm going to discuss really briefly after I announce the, the winner, kind of my routine in the fish room and, and tell you guys what that is. I think it might be interesting for people to know kind of how I manage this. So I'll just real quickly kind of talk about how I, how I prioritize what I do and when I do it in here. Um, if that sounds interesting. So that's kind of the plan do that for a little while. Um, all right, got seven people in here and it's been three minutes. So I'm going to call that good. <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful Sunday. I'm sure people are, you know, some folks are off with their families, um, doing stuff or watching games, all that stuff. So we might not have a, a big crowd today, but that's fine. This is really about announcing the winner. So I'm going to do that right now. For those that don't know, I use an, a, a widget called Gleam to um, curate this contest so that everything's fair and above board. And um, I will go to their website and click a draw a winner button and that will randomly pick a winner. And how this works is if you go to dancefish.com on the homepage, there's a, a, a widget screen there where it, it talks about the, the giveaway contest in different ways to enter. So if you um, go to the Facebook page and like the Facebook page, you get an entry into the contest. If you then go to like this YouTube channel and subscribe, you get another entry in the contest. If you share it with a friend, 
If you share the contest with a friend, you get another entry in the contest. If you sign up for the uh, monthly dancefish.com newsletter, you get another entry. So you can get one entry or a lot of entries, just depending on how many um, of those actions you take, you take, as long as you do them through that widget on the homepage, it, it will count them. So that's what we're going to do. Let me pull up that page and I will draw a winner. I can't share the screen with you. I'm sorry, but when it draws the winner, it does bring up some personal information. Johnny Cruz, that's his last name, Dolores, uh, Miranda and Johnny Cruz are the first two winners. So I'm going to draw a winner here and, um, I can't share the screen with you because it shows their email and I don't want to throw their email out to the world. So um, I just ask that you trust that I'm doing this. So here we go. And winner number three is, it's processing, Craig Wiggins. Craig Wiggins from Beltsville, Maryland. Congratulations, Craig. You have won $100 uh, because you created an account at dancefish.com. So thanks for doing that. I will after this live stream, get on the uh, dancefish.com website and issue that credit to you. And uh, I hope you have fun spending it. <laughs> it should be a good time. Hello, Jesse. Hello, Doug's Fish Adventure. And hello, JW Aquatics. I think I already caught everyone else that's chatting. Um, so that's the winner for today, Craig Wiggins. There will be seven more winners drawn. I'll draw the next one tomorrow and then one a day for every other day through the 21st. And that'll get us to our 10 winners. And um, yeah, all right. So real quick about the routine. Um, I don't know, does anyone else in here uh, have a full fish room? And is this a scam? The biggest, the biggest scam, Jesse. <laughs> Such a big scam. Here was the plan. Here's the scam plan. So I'm going to take a year and build this massive fish room and spend a ton of money on it and fill it with fish um, and then make a bunch of money by giving them away. That's the scam, that's the plan. <laughs> um, so anyway, here's kinda, if, if you have a fish room as well, um, I'd love to know how you manage it because if you have a couple tanks, that's that's great. I mean. The, you know, there's, there's also work that goes into that. That takes effort and planning as well. Um, and then when you get to the point where you have a certain number of aquariums, suddenly it's like you're realizing, man, I'm spending a lot of time doing this, which can be wonderful, but could also lead to burnout if you're not careful. So I try to structure my time in the fish room really efficiently so that um, as little as possible goes into kind of work and as much as it's possible goes into doing what I love, which is observing the fish, um, pulling eggs, watching baby fish grow up, trying different little setups to see how it affects spawning behavior and things like that, and just kind of playing around. So, um, all right, let me look at who else is here. No, but part of my adventure. <laughs> hey, um, Brent Quick Diabolical, I know. And then we'll take over the world. Jesse Jones, I have a fish. Good, Jesse. Um, so here's what I do. And I come down and the first thing I do is not take care of the fish. That, that used to be the first thing, but then I'd find that I would get so involved with that and caught up in it that I'd let other things go. So for example, I would do that and I'd be like, oh man, I don't really have time to take care of the live food cultures today. 
I'll just do that tomorrow. Um, I'll catch up. And then tomorrow I would forget. And then the next day I would be in a rush and not get to them. And then before I knew it, the live food cultures were dead. And that's a problem because it's like, oh, now what do I feed the fish, right? So what I've done is the reverse of taking care of the fish first. And I've kind of thought of what are all the things that keep my fish alive and thriving? And I check those first. So the first thing I do is I check the live food cultures and I take care of them first thing every day. The next thing I do is I check the fish eggs and I check the little baby tiny fry and I take care of them. I change their water and I feed them. Then the next thing is I check my water parameters. So I'll check one or two tanks every day and just test them and see how they're doing and rotate through the fish room like that. Um, and then when that's done, then I'll feed the fish. And so what I do there is I take um, whatever I'm feeding that day, whether it's a flake food or a frozen food or a live food or a pellet. Um, and depending on the species, I might feed different things. And I go around and feed them. And while I'm doing that, I feed them and I take a, not, not a ton of time, but I take some time to put in the food and then watch their behavior and make sure that they're all rushing up and eating and doing what fish do. And if I notice that most of them do that, but one or two don't, then that's a red flag that I need to kind of look at that tank carefully and see if something's off, see if something's wrong with those two fish, um, one or two fish. And so I do that in all the tanks, feed and kind of observe the behavior. And then after that, I'll scrub algae. And I don't scrub algae. If you look, sometimes you can see I've got some algae growing on the front pane of the glass. And that's because I only have one algae scraper <laughs> right now. It's a squeegee like you would use to wash your, your car windows. Um, and I don't want to go from tank to tank to tank with that because I don't want to spread disease around. So I'll do like one tank. And then I put that in front of the, uh, the output of the furnace so it gets warm and dries out. And once it's kind of hot and dried out, then maybe later in that day, I'll take it and do another tank. And so um, one day, maybe I'll, I'll buy enough little magnet cleaners to have one in each tank so I can keep them all clean all the time. But right now, there's always several clean and then in the rotation, the, the ones that are <laughs> haven't been cleaned in a while they get they get a little uh, a little dirty but that's kind of how I manage it um, luckily the water changes are automatic and the um, you know the, the air and the heat and all that is kind of automatic but but that's how I do it I, I start with kind of the life support structure for the fish first and then I absorb the fish themselves and that works pretty well um, sometimes I can like some days, like I can spend as much time down here. Um, I could spend all day down here and not get bored. Um, it's a nice, pleasant environment because of how I have the room set up. It's not muggy and moldy and gross. Um, the air is fresh and pleasant down here. And, you know, the, the family likes it down here. So they come hang out with me down here too. And so I could spend a lot of time down here. So sometimes people ask, how long does it take? How long do you spend in the fish room? And it depends on the day. Sometimes I'll spend all day down here because I love it. Um, and there's a ton to do and it's all fun usually. I mean, there's a few things that aren't, but, and then some days I'm really busy and I have to just knock it out in half an hour. Um, so it really varies. So there's no hard and fast rule, but I can, it, I could, I could 
do this one hour a day and keep everything going if I had to, if life got crazy. Usually it's not. Usually I can come down here and spend quite a while and, and I love it. Um, but other days it's like, okay, I got half an hour and I go. I don't think half an hour a day is sustainable in the long run, but I think an hour is. If I wasn't breeding, if I wasn't doing anything like that, if I was just feeding and maintaining and keeping the fish I have and didn't do any real projects with them, I, I could do it all in, in about an hour a day. So anyway, let's look at some comments, see if there are uh, questions or anything like that. And uh, we'll keep going here. So, oh, and I wanted to ask, does anyone know um, if there's any other like live streams going on right now that are regular? Because if there are, then I, I kind of want to cut it off. I don't want to like encroach on someone else's regular live stream. So could, could someone let me know? Um, I personally occasionally join live streams live. But my, my life's so crazy that I usually just watch them afterwards whenever I'm in the fish room working on stuff. Um, I can rarely kind of join in live. They're kind of playing in the background while I'm doing stuff. So I'm not really keyed in to when a lot of them actually happen. So, so let me know about that because um, I'd hate to encroach on someone that's been working hard to do it regularly. Um, all right, diabolical. Jesse Jones, do you breed fish? Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the part of fish that I love the most is breeding fish. So um, right now I have a bunch of um, baby rainbow fish that I'm raising up. I have some killifish I'm raising up. I have some rice fish I'm raising up. And I have some wild type bettas that I'm raising up. So those, those are the ones that I have fry of at the moment. Um, and I'm, I'm, I have some gobies that I'm really trying to crack their code. Well, I'm not really trying. I'm hoping they breed. I honestly haven't put a lot of effort into it right now, but um, but I hope to do that soon. So yeah, I love breeding fish. It's super fun. Doug's Fish Adventure. I have a lot of tanks and stands that I am planning on setting up. I just have to get my new house built. Yeah, priorities, right? Fish room or house. <laughs> I'm living in a tiny cabin and I don't have room for all my tanks, my wife says. Well, I bet your wife's right. <laughs> my poor wife, she's so supportive. When we were in college, um, we lived in this kind of tiny student housing and there was an entire wall of our bedroom. It was a rack that was three tanks high. It had 20s in the bottom five and a half gallons in the middle, and then 10 gallons on top. And then our back patio was full of large aquariums. We had a 90 gallon, a 30 gallon, two 60 gallon breeders, which you can't find anymore. Man, I miss those 60 gallon breeders, a 40 and a 55. And um, yeah, so there were fish everywhere. And she's really glad now that I have a basement that I can dedicate that to, so they're not all over the house. All my fish are down here. I don't have a single aquarium up in the house or anything like that. So that's that's awesome. So Doug, um, when you get that going, if you have questions or you're like, what about this product or anything like that, if you have specific questions, uh, feel free to ask. I, I, I just built a big one and this is probably the sixth fish room that I've built. So I, I can hopefully help you out if you have questions. Um, Jesse Jones, I don't know what we're talking about. I don't either, Jesse. <laughs> Doug's Fish Adventure. Do you have an auto water changer? Yes. And, and I would never go back. It saves so much time. Um, and I don't run into the issue of forgetting that I'm filling a tank and overflowing. I don't, it solves so many things. Now, there are problems with it too, though. The limitation is this. Any tank on an auto water changer 
whatever the auto water change water is, that's what the tank's going to be. That's what the temperature is going to be. That's what the hardness is going to be. That's what the pH is going to be. That's what the parameters are. Because since it changes automatically, you can't monkey with it. Because if you, if you mess with it, then the next auto water change will just change it right back. And that's really harmful for the fish to go through that. So if you're keeping a species and you want to try them in a very specific parameter that's different from what you have coming out of your tap, that's going to be really hard in an auto water change system. You can do it. You just have to take the, that tank off the system. Yeah. Um, Jesse Jones, what do you mean regular live stream? Um, so, so Jesse, right now um, I'm doing live streams pretty randomly. So it's like I find some time in the day and I'll just start up a live stream. Um, but I eventually, and that's because I'm really busy right now, but that'll kind of taper off in a week or two. And so I'll be able to set a schedule. So it'll be like, okay, on Monday at this time, I do a live stream every week or on Thursday at this time, I do a live stream every week, something like that, whatever it ends up being. I have to do some research and, and see when other folks are doing theirs and try not to, uh, try not to take away from their doing, but add to what they're doing by doing it at another time if at all possible, if that works for my schedule. So that's what I mean by doing it regular. Um, Jesse Jones, will you let them free? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm not, I don't quite understand that question, uh, Jesse. Gobies are aggressive, so they probably won't breed. Not all gobies are aggressive. It just depends. Um, I've, I've actually bred them before and um, it can be done for sure. Yeah, but there are there are some really aggressive gobies. Yeah, um, stream health is red. Ooh, this is uh, this is a problem. Um, give me just half a minute. I'm gonna run and check something. I wonder if uh, I've got a problem at my router. Real sorry, guys, but it looks like the quality's going bad. So I'm gonna fix it. Just. Give me a sec. We'll see if anyone's here when I get back. All right. All right. Sorry about that. Um, I don't think that fixed the problem. Is it super bad? Are you guys, is this buffering a ton? Is the sound bad? Um, it's telling me that my stream health is not good. Um, so let me know, hopefully it's okay. But on my end, it looks like we might be having some, some problems. Um, so Jesse, yeah, there's a lot of gobies that are super aggressive, but I have white cheek gobies and I also have some gungeons, which are close to a goby. And as long as the tank's big enough, and there's enough caves for everyone and things like that, I've actually never had a problem. The white cheek gobies that I have are in a bare bottom 75 gallon tank with some PVC pipes on the bottom for them to hide in that they use as their caves. And, um, and they spar and they display, but they don't damage each other. So they actually do okay. And the gudgeons do okay too. I have, um, I think two tanks of 25 each in those aquariums and they're, they're doing just fine. Of course, they aren't full grown yet. They're about an inch, inch and a half. They get three inches. 
so they haven't really sexed out yet. So maybe that'll change when the gudgeons uh, grow bigger. But the white cheek gobies are fully mature and they're doing fine. Um, all right, Doug's Fish Adventure. I'm getting a basement. Basements are the best because if a tank floods, there's nothing under them to get damaged, right? If you have it upstairs and then you have a problem, that's that's bad because water will come down into the floor below. But um, basement's great. Plus, you have that cement floor probably in the basement, so uh, so you can put a lot of weight on it. So that's awesome. Good, good, good. Um, Jesse Jones, I'm 15, so don't really have a house. So hey, when I was 14, I didn't have a house either. So I had uh, I started with one aquarium in my bedroom on a little table desk thing. Then I got a couple more, and then I eventually rearranged my room and put a rack too high of aquariums on one wall. I think they were pretty much all 10 gallons, maybe a couple 20 gallon tanks. Um, it depends on how tolerant your parents are. <laughs> I had tolerant, supportive parents and they let me pursue my, my interests like that. So I hope yours do too. But yeah, you can, you can do a system um, in a room without having your own house. You probably won't have auto water changes or anything, but if your system isn't massive, then changing water isn't a big deal. Um, if you have, I don't know, 70, 100 aquariums, suddenly changing water becomes a lot of time if you're doing it manually. And that's when an auto water change system will really help you. But, but if you just got a few tanks, don't worry about it. You'll, you'll, be, you'll do great. Just doing it manually is fine. I did it that way for a lot of years and it works great. Um, all right. Paul Jimenez, good afternoon, everyone. Well, hello, Paul, welcome. Um, ooh, did it just cut out completely? Oh, man. Jesse Jones, will you let the fish back into the wild? No, no. So, Jesse, um, you might not, I hope you wouldn't either. Um, so that's how we get invasive species that destroy habitats. That's how we have snakeheads uh, in our water. Um, that's how we have all kinds of ecological problems because people do that. So I would never do that. Even if it was a native species, if I went to my local creek here and caught some of the sunfish and shiners and, and log suckers and stuff that are in there, um, even if I got fish from my, my creek, brought them into my system, I wouldn't release them back into my creek because by bringing them into my system, um, I have other fish in the system that might give them a pathogen or a disease or something that they didn't have before. And then if I put those back in the creek, now I've, now I've spread that to that creek. So no, please, please, please never, ever release a fish into the wild, ever. Um, all right. Sound is okay, but it's buffering. All right. Um, man, yeah, it's showing that it's not doing well here either. I'm not sure why. All right, well, good to know. I'll have to monkey with it later and see if my settings are off or something. I didn't change them, but funny things happen, so I can check that. Thanks for letting me know. Um, Doug's Fish Adventure. I wonder if I have a well, would that make a difference on parameters? It could be. Um, so I had a, a well, I kept, when I started keeping fish at age 14, I had a, I was on a well until age 18, so for four or five years. And um, what I found is that the water that comes from my well was pretty hard. 
but it was pretty steady. I didn't have a lot of parameter uh, issues. Um, I suppose if there was a heavy rain somewhere and then a, a huge influx of, of rainwater into the well system, that that could dilute the hardness a bit. But um, I never had a problem with well water. It worked, it worked, it worked well for me. <laughs> um, it's buffering barely. Okay. Yep. We'll try to fix it for next time. Jesse Jones, I bought a bigger tank, but I only have one fish, so I can't get their DNA mixed. Okay. But it's not about DNA. Um, it's about, it's about pathogens. It's about diseases. It's about, um, just never risking harming your, you, the, the local ecosystem. That's what it's about. Um, Brent Jones, kids me, see you later. Okay. I found the kids, Jesse, and now keeps cutting out and coming back. Okay. All right, folks. Well, thanks for hanging out. I think that um, I think we'll probably cut it there. We announced the winner. We talked about uh, maintaining the fish room a bit and then had a little chat. It was fun. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. Um, but since we have some technical difficulties and things aren't going well with video wise, since it keeps buffering on us, I think we'll end it there. So thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out. And tomorrow I will announce uh, the next winner. What is it? Winner number four of the $1,000 giveaway for dancefish.com. And I hope to see you there.